Welcome to another episode of Short and Scaries. Well, hello everyone. Thanks for stopping by once again for your dose of Short and Scaries. This is for the new people coming. Hi, welcome. I'm your host, Elaine Cheney. This is the mini-sode. The mini-sode, I gather stories I've seen on the internet while I'm at work. When I'm supposed to be working, I'm looking for scary stories just for you guys. Shh, don't tell anybody. But I gather up stories and I vomit them on the mini-sode just for you. So you don't have to waste your time doing this. I got your back as per usual. But before we get started, please do not forget there is a new episode this Friday. I have a great co-host. Very excited to have her on. And we're going to be talking about a documentary called Field of Secrets, which talks about crop circles. And kind of also a biography on the guy that made the documentary. Spoiler alert, at the very end, he might be going a little cuckoo. But okay, you'd have to tune in this Friday for more details. Okay, so let's jump right into this mini-sode. This mini-sode, I decided to look at stories where people's gut feeling basically got them out of a situation or their gut feeling ended up being true. So let's get started. My source is from Ranker.com. And this comes from a Redditor user named Wine Country Girl. Now, I don't remember this, but my mom does very vividly, as you can imagine. When I was three, she and her friends were getting ready to go out to the bar in the next city over. My mom, being super young when she had me, was often out on the weekends with friends, so this wasn't unusual at all. However, on this night, I, a usually super well-mannered kid, threw the biggest tantrum of my life, screaming at the top of my lungs, throwing myself around, throwing things, etc. because she was leaving. She was super mad because she couldn't leave me with the babysitter like this, especially since she felt something was wrong because this was very unlike me as a child. Her friends left and she stayed home with me, still pretty pissed off at toddler me. The next morning, she and I walked to my grandma's house to use the phone. No cell phones yet. She called her friend's house to hear about the night and her friend's mom answers. They had been trying to get a hold of my mom all night as there was a horrific car accident. All of my mom's friends, except for the driver, had passed away. Had she gone, there was no way she would have survived in the car. Still haunts me to think about this day. My mom never really recovered from it. I think, i.e., she never wanted to go out for a night out on a town. I think for now, maybe, you know, dinner, drinks. This is from Redditor user... Oh, nobody. Unknown. Anonymous. Okay. I was about 9 or 10... It was about 9 or 10 in the evening, and I was heading home from a really bad date. It was a 10-minute walk from where I was to my home, and I stopped by a red light and waited. It was in the middle of the week, and on the way from my date to the red light, I've met like one person. So there wasn't a lot of people out. From nowhere, I got a really bad feeling, and I knew that someone was watching me. I turned around, and there was a man right beside me. He stood just a bit too close. He saw that I saw him and started talking about how nice the summer rain was. I ignored him and started walking, although the light was still red. He started walking, too. I sped up for a bit. So did he. My fight or flight immediately hit, and from nowhere, I stopped walking. 
He was caught off guard and took a few more steps before he stopped. He asked me why I stopped and I almost yelled at him that I didn't want to speak to him, that his behavior is freaking me out, and told him to keep walking. He started to argue and I yelled, just go. He started walking slowly. I stood still, watched him as he walked. The feeling in my stomach didn't leave. It was actually getting worse. He stopped by a bus stop and for a second I breathed out. He was waiting for the bus. Well, just next to the bus stop was an alley, a really dark alley, and behind it was a dark parking lot. He stared at me while he stood there. He was waiting for me. I tried to contact a friend, no answer. I hid behind some construction materials, and on the third try, I managed to contact a friend. She wasn't home and couldn't help me. She asked if there was anyone else there, and I said no. Eventually, there was a man and two women walking by. She told me to tell him what was happening. During this time, the guy hadn't stopped staring at me for a second. I walked up to the group to ask if I could walk with them. The man suddenly started walking away. I was right. He was waiting for me. I walked with the group for a bit, but they were turning left at the next red light, and I was going on the other side. I thanked them for helping me. We walked our separate ways, and within seconds, the guy showed up again. I completely froze, and fortunately, the group caught it and ran over to me. The guy saw them and turned around and walked away. They walked me to my doorstep, and I thanked them over and over and over again. I'm 100% sure that he planned on doing something horrible to me. I am forever thankful for these three strangers who might have saved my life that night. Oh, thank God. Kindness of strangers, but also creepiness of strangers. I suggest pepper spray or good old stun gun right in the purse. You can buy it on Amazon, by the way. It looks like a flashlight. It can be used as a flashlight, but it's also a stun gun. You're welcome. All right, next story. This is from Reddit user Staskill. Years ago, before cell phones, I had this weird feeling to call an acquaintance of mine. We weren't exactly friends, but we would chat at church sometimes, and I'd buy makeup occasionally from her. I had her phone number really only because she sold Avon. Anyway, I called right then, even though I'd really need to leave to be on time for a doctor appointment. The call was maybe 10 minutes long, and we just talked about nothing in particular. It was only later I realized she didn't even ask what I called her about, nor did I even know myself. So the incident got filed away in my brain. About two years later, my family and I were moving out of state, and she dropped by to give me a farewell gift with a card. We still hadn't gone much beyond being close acquaintances, but I thought she was sweet for taking time out to say goodbye. Later, I opened the note as my husband was driving. It said she wanted to thank me, because when I'd called her that time, she was all set to attempt the worst. My call made her hesitate. As she was literally getting ready, she had said a little prayer, asking God one last time for help, but mostly asking for forgiveness for what she was about to do. Then I called, and she got off the chair and answered the phone. We became long-distance friends. She recently died of natural causes, but had gotten married, had a family, and got help for a depression prior to all that. Oh wow, see that is a great example of really following your intuition. I mean, she weirdly saved a life. But if you need to talk to someone, call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. It's 1-800-273-8255 or you can go to suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Alright, one more story about following your gut feeling. Have I convinced you yet to follow your gut feeling? 
This is from user Freezing Drag. I was driving from my university to my home. I was living in Mexico at the time. When I was at a red light, the SUV that was next to me, a total normal lady with her small daughter in the back, asked me to put down my window. I did. She told me very kindly that there was some liquid going out of my car that I should probably check out. I said thank you, put my window up, and considered stopping immediately. When I had that thought about stopping, I got a very chilly sensation on my back, and my legs and my arms felt very heavy. I said, fuck it. I just want to arrive home. I'm tired today. When I arrived home, I went out to see what happened to my car, and nothing. Not a single sign of a spill. Later that night, I was watching the news with my parents, and there was something about how that same exact thing happened to someone. Your car is leaving liquid behind, you should probably stop and check that out, blah blah blah. But in this case, they stopped. It was a couple, I think. And when they stopped, some guys jumped out of some bushes, took their car at gunpoint, and shot them in the leg to gain some time. I was totally thinking on stopping that time. I still cannot believe I didn't do it. If that ever happens to you, I suggest doing what this person does and just keep driving. And then if you hear something funky going on with the car, then stop at a well-lit, well-populated area, like a gas station or a grocery store. Because yeah, people are fucked up sometimes. So what did we learn from today's episode? Follow your gut, ask for help, get a flashlight stun gun, and come back and listen to new episodes of Wait, What Are You Watching? on Friday. I know, shameless promotion. Please don't forget, if you like this podcast, leave a review, preferably on Apple Podcasts. That way more people can share in the fun. Okay, see you this Friday. Bye.